when I read this point, I was thinking what we're really looking for is North in the sense that what do you think about you're always looking to sort of get better or I'll give you an example when when I was at when I was at JB working in retail it was really really fun for a while and then the more you sort of I don't know if I can if this is a similar experience but the more you sort of get into something and it becomes mundane and you're not really learning anything new you kind of feel like you're slowly stagnating um not eroding that's a bit that's a bit far but you just don't feel like you've got that yeah, you don't feel like you have that inner energy that you're moving forward, that sort of thing. And when I read that moving north, that's kind of what I was thinking in the sense that you always want to be like in that slightly uncomfortable zone where you're clutching at things you don't you you haven't thought about before or new sort of skills or that's that's where that. you feel so well pretty said. alive. To answer the first part of your question, like what do you think about wanting to improve? I, I'm in a bind because I know that I always want to improve, but there's not like, it's not like one very niche specific clear dot like line point. Like I want to get really better at X, Y, Z in Z, in Z, Y, X scenario. It's, it's very much like overall big. And I think that relates perfectly. I think you feel it as a whole body, whole life. Yeah force you talked about you can really listen to that feeling you were talking about i felt that time and time again a lot of people do and there's a quote from walt disney i'll paraphrase because i don't know it exactly but he said that something to the effect of i or we at disney don't really like kind of repeating things and staying in the same spot we're always looking for like what's next like we just keep moving forward and and what else what else all right we've done that now What's next? Scott talks about that a lot. There's a story Scott's mum told mm. him about when he was young that I think it was like the first day of kindergarten or something and they did drawing or whatever it was. And then he comes back the next day and they, they wanted to do drawing again, but Scott was like, I've already done that. Like what, what's, what's, what's next? And that's, I'd say that's still his attitude today. And it's a very, <laughs> it's a very constant student mindset right? It's just proactive. Like it's hundred percent. I'm not trying to get to this one place. There's always a new step yeah. to take. Once I've film, in other words, very thinking about the thousand doors. Now that I've familiarized myself in this room, and this is the experience you're talking about, I've seen everything in this room. Therefore there's nothing new and exciting here. And again, it's this posture of adventure and journey, not plan and get to the final yeah. destination. And that's why it's this state of appreciating where you're at. Yep. This is a great place to be. There's great people here. So yeah. say JB, there's great people here. I've learned a lot here. Uh, I haven't just been sitting here thinking, damn, I can't wait till I, I do this. So I just get to go on. But at the same time, all right, now this room is familiar. So at some point I'm going to get over that yeah. and it's time to open the next door. And you can really listen to that feeling. That is the best way I think to make decisions and it is described as making decisions very intuitively because you're very much in touch with that reality that the natural adventure to be an adventure must be opening new doors. It cannot be stagnant. It cannot be static, but at the same time, it's not yeah, also yeah. the paradox that it's not rushing and it's not, I'm just trying to get outcome. I've just, I just got to get through there so I can get there. It's appreciating you've, the JB story is perfect 
for a lot of people that would be a rudimentary part-time job for you it was a massive development and learning opportunity so you've as i called you've squeezed the lemon you really squeezed the lemon there you haven't just you've really made the most of it and gotten every drop you could and then you're like all right and now i'm done now what's next not in a hustle way not in a, a and it's a, that's the energy which it should be and that's yeah what it uh, should can... feel like Absolutely. I remember going, see, that it's not about, it's more, it's a very personal thing. I remember going into work when I first started because I used to work at a, at a cafe. And then once, yeah, so I started, I came from a place where I wasn't very outgoing. I've, I've spoken to you about this before, Joe, and there's so much room for growth. And I remember just getting better at just talking to people and sort of getting those basic sales skills developed that was extremely exciting and i felt really alive for a long time and then i guess yeah just as time goes on and you become familiar like you're describing it's, yeah i think this things where change and you, you need a new challenge decision making and what mountain to climb uh, you you can, it's hard to make a big uninformed commitment it's hard to make a big uninformed commitment it's very difficult <laughs> Because if you don't know what, like, if you're making a three-year commitment to something, and you but you have no experience about it yet, or whether you enjoy doing it or anything like that, it's same with a relationship. It's just the way you don't commit to a three-year relationship or a lifetime relationship with a random person. You need to test things out before you make long-term commitments to them. Because you don't know whether you will stagnate at some point. And how you know, yeah. Drew Riley, who has a great newsletter called Trans and Online Community, says, you know, you got to pick something that you think you can persist at when you're making a bigger decision, a bigger choice. And normally how you know what that is, is you've already been doing it for a long time. So I have a whole right, mate, I, it's never ending, right? I've writing ideas all the time. I have business ideas all the time, non-business ideas, whatever, film ideas, documentary ideas. You got, there's always something new that runs through, <laughs> runs through my bloody head. And which is good. Cause that's like the creativity is open. It's flowing. So it's, it's better to have that than not uh, for me anyway. But then it's like, well, w you know, what do you pick up and run with? Yeah. Cause there's so many things I could do, right? I could go any direction now. The way I do, the way I do filter is that I know if I've been interested or thinking about something for a long time that I'll probably want to, I'll probably persist with it and follow it through for a long time. Not that I need to just follow things through for the sake of it, but so like podcasts, I've thought yeah. about it for, for ages and it always appealed to me. The concept of doing any form of podcast appealed to me just seems like a format that I would thrive in and enjoy and there wouldn't be much downside to it. And so I knew that, well, you know, doing the podcast is pretty safe commitment. I had to take a break for a while, which is, which is the whole, doesn't need to be a rigid plan. Don't need to follow it through for the sake of it. Don't need to just lock it in for the sake of it. Like I'm doing this podcast. So I stopped it for like eight months. Now we're back. But I know, so now I know from the decision to bring it back and still do daily, I, I still have that past experience to know what that's like. So I know, I really know what I'm getting into and I know that's like, a, it's a really safe investment for me. So if that hope that hopefully that's an ex, a relatable example for people. So I, that's why I always think 
just break something down into steps. Like go do a project, but if it's a podcast, you don't have to do it forever. Commit to six episodes. You don't even need to commit to releasing them yet. Just do six. Do it with a friend. If it's a blog, write your first six kind of posts. And if you enjoy doing six, you probably enjoy doing 12 or 20. So you can commit to that next. You just sort of have to commit to doing it forever. You never have to commit to doing it forever. If it's a business mm. or working on something, like have you worked on something like that already? Or is this just the thing you try and you're just going to give it a go for a month or two? And that you can apply that to a, any new experience. Sometimes it's harder, right? This is why almost with jobs, there's not a lot of jobs that you can just go give it a trial, like a free trial, like you do for Spotify or Netflix or something like that. Um, not, not always. A lot of times you can, a lot of times you get like a three month, like six month probation. Let's see how this goes. But the more you, the, whenever you can in a situation, those are good hills to climb because you know that you don't have to commit to the whole hill. Like maybe I would have enjoyed being a doctor. Maybe that would have been the best thing I could have done with my life. But if it takes 10 years to really get to a point where I can test that out, not a worthwhile mountain to climb for me. It's just too narrow. I would need to have been thinking about it like for a very long time and excited about it for like 12 years. 